What's up everybody? It's Dan from Binder Boneyard coming at you from the office. Still winter, uh, cold outside, gray, gross, you know, the usual. So um, thank you everybody for listening, for sharing, for talking, telling everyone. Uh, I see the uh, donations are going down, uh, but the listenership is going up. So... <laughs> I mean, I appreciate all the listens. Uh, it's a little disappointing, but whatevs. Uh, I'm not in it for the money. Uh, it's just a nice perk. So, anyway, um, today's episode is probably going to hurt some feelings and maybe make you angry. Um, I don't know. Some people are very sensitive about what we're going to talk about today or what I'm going to talk at you about. Uh, and that is your mental capacity and ability to, uh, I don't know how to word it, how to put your project into actual production. Um, we all know the old guy that's 90 something with the truck that's rotting behind the barn and he won't sell it because he's going to restore it someday. And we all swear, well, all of us young guys, you know, I'll be 44 next week, but, uh, all of us young guys, we see that guy and we curse him and we shake our fist at him and we want to know what's wrong with them. But I guarantee you that 95% of us are going to be that guy when we get to be old. And what's bringing this up is uh, a encounter I had yesterday with, uh, with an old guy. And uh, so I'll backstory it a little bit more. Um, side effect of this business is we buy a lot of dead people's parts. There's just no other way to put it. Um, we get a lot of calls from people who their dad died, their grandpa died, the farm is getting sold, there is a collection of IH trucks, parts, pieces, whatever, that has to go. And they were good at one time, and that's how they ended up on the farm. But through neglect and age, have deteriorated to where they're not good. And, you know, we're fighting with scrap buyers to get this stuff before it gets hauled to the recycler. And it's becoming more and more of a phenomenon. I mean, with age, of course, it's a no-brainer. Like, yeah, no, no shit. But it is happening. And guys that you thought were going to live forever, they're dying. And you, yeah, you might have a scout. You might have a pickup. But you might also live in a suburb. And you can't take grandpa's eight trucks. And you can't take 
the parts and whatever. And so it has to go somewhere. And a lot of times that's us. Um, there's other guys buying across the, you know, out there, but I feel like what we do, um, is a little bit different than what some of these other flippers and what these guys do, but that's maybe because I'm just biased a little bit, but, um, you know, there's these guys dying and then nobody knows what the hell is what there's no record. There's no written nothing. There's no, nobody has any idea of anything. And so then it's these poor families, you know, these, and it's so weird too, because it's a, a lot of times it's daughters, it's wives and daughters that call us because they either didn't have any brothers or they're, they're stuck taking care of this stuff because, you know, nobody else wants to. So I have to go out there and then I have to tell them what the stuff is and either buy it from them or help them sell it. And, uh, so it puts, it puts all of us in a weird spot because, um, you know, our mental capacity tells us that we're, we're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. And then, 40 years goes by and we didn't get to it. So, um, the first part of my, my tirade here is write some stuff down. You know, even if you, if you don't want your old lady to know how much you spent on it, don't put a value on it, but have something that says, Hey, this truck is a with some features, engine size, transmission options. So if God forbid you drop dead tomorrow and you, somebody doesn't want your rig or you don't have kids or whatever, the, whoever's taking care of your estate has at least a little tiny fraction of an idea of what they are dealing with. Um, we cleaned out a collection in Southern Oregon last year that was exactly that. The dad, the, the wife, the old lady had passed away a few years before and the old man was left to take care of himself. And he deteriorated quickly. All of the daughters lived out of state. No one knew how fast dad was deteriorating. And so a lot of this stuff got forgot about. And, you know... Uh, you might not want to think about that. You might not want to notice that in your own life, that maybe your kids aren't talking to you or you are a recluse or whatever. And that might hurt some feelings, but it's probably the truth. And you need to set up your stuff so that it doesn't go to scrap. It gets put back into population and, you know, and, and, and gets put into good. You know, so if you have some information with your vehicles, your kids, whoever might be more likely to sell it, uh, sell it than they are to just haul it in for scrap, because that's what was going to happen with these Southern Oregon rigs was they were going for scrap and I was able to get them, um, before they got hauled off by a, a scrap buyer. So, um, you know, that being said, 
you know, I'm not trying to hurt feelings or, or anything like that, but it's, you know, you take a, a long look at yourself and what you have and, you know, come to terms with, Hey, I might not get to this project. I, as much as I want to, my income level, my energy level, my health level is not at where it needs to be to do a complete frame off restoration on a travelette. Um, you know, it could be done, you know, yeah. If you were in your, in your thirties and you felt like working in the driveway every day, it could probably be done, but now you're in your sixties and it takes all of your energy to get up off the ground, let alone do, you know, mechanic work on your truck. So things like that really need to be taken into consideration. Um, just because it's going to come a day where it's not going to get done and it's just going to get left for somebody else to clean up and they're not going to know what the crap is going on. So, um, that's, that's what I say, you know, don't be that 90 year old guy with the project behind the house that you swear you're going to get to. And then you, you don't, um, and unless you unless you plan on passing it on to a family member, then say that you're passing it on to a family member, and don't kid yourself and say, "Oh, I'm going to restore that," or "I'm going to do it." Like it, it's just it's not, um, you know. And that's a problem that I think a lot of us as men have is that our minds are much more confident than our bodies. <laughs> And I know that myself, uh, just from, just as I've gotten older, you know, I started this business when I was 34, 35, and I got a heck of a lot more done back then than I do now at almost 44. So it's just one of those things. And you know, the more these estates that I buy and more of these people that I talk to, I just see the same recurring problem over and over again. And so I'm just I'm putting this out there to plant the seed in the back of your mind that if you do have a project that it might be time to put down the remote or put down the YouTube and head out into the garage and do something. Whether it's get it running, fix the brakes so it's drivable, blow the dust off of it, take some inventory of what you have and what it needs, put together a plan, and move forward. Or get serious about selling it, or get serious about talking to someone in your family about what to do with it, if you don't finish it. And I know again, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hate to hear that sort of, that sort of negative talk, but, uh, it's the truth. I've stumbled into a lot of these things where it's the same story over and over again. Nobody knows what the hell's going on. Nobody knows what these parts are. No one knows when they got bought. No one knows the plan. It just, it's just a truck that's in the bushes 
It's got some stuff on the front seat and nobody knows anything. So just keep that in mind and not just for the sake of the vehicles, but for your own god dang family. You know, if you're going to, I mean, it's bad enough that you're dead and now you've dumped this project off on, on your poor daughter that doesn't know anything about it or, or your wife that has to figure out how to sort it out. Like, like think about that as well. Um, because it is, it, it is something like, and, and even, you know, if it looks like it's a real project that's in the works or you've got parts lined up, it may be less likely to get scrapped as well. It might just actually get sold and sold to someone who will love it and put it back on the road versus a scrapper because your old lady just saw this pile of rusty stuff and was like, oh, that's garbage and has it scrapped. Uh, so, you know, and the other thing too is in your mind, you might think that you have conveyed your feelings about the vehicle to your family members and but really your family members are just rolling their eyes and going aha thanks dad yeah okay i get it but they might not understand that it really is a valuable collector or a truck that's worth something or it's an heirloom or or whatever and maybe your actions towards getting it running or cleaning it off or organizing it might show your family that it is truly important to you and that in the end when you do get old that it doesn't just get tossed like a you know disposable whatever because no one realized how much you cared about it or how much it was worth so there's that too um definitely definitely want people to know the value of stuff you know and i'm not saying like put it in your will i mean i guess you could if you wanted i'm just saying you know leave some information behind for people so they know what they're dealing with if you can't um because every day <laughs> every day is a gift and i've known a few people not that long ago that have died that left all their stuff you know like young people and they no one knows like no one knows what's going on and so it just is so important to set yourself up and set that stuff up so that it doesn't become an albatross and garbage and a, another weight on your family members that they've got to deal with so yeah, I just um, I just want you to be honest with yourself. And then that also goes for buying new projects. If you have four half-done trucks in your backyard, really think hard about buying another one. I know, I know, I'm losing I'm losing friends right now as as we talk as I tell you this and and I'm you know it's a do as I say not as I do because I have 50 trucks in my yard that are all half done projects not necessarily mine like I may have started them and and whatnot but some of them we bought as half done projects because of exactly what I'm talking about a guy had five half done rigs 
and 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 that's how we ended up with them so again be honest with yourself if you are 65 and have a limited income and you have four scouts that all need $20,000 each to be reliable drivers and put back on the road really think twice about buying that you know international pickup that needs $10,000 worth of work to be reliable or whatever like i just just saying like be honest with yourself about what you're buying or what you want to buy because you know, are you doing that vehicle any favors by letting it rust in your driveway versus rusting in someone else's driveway? Uh, because, you know, whoever dies with the most toys still dies. You're not taking it with you. You know, you're not you're not getting buried in it. I mean, if you've got the kind of money to be buried in your vehicle, then you have the money to finish restoring it. <laughs> But yeah, just be real with yourself, be honest with yourself, finish what you got, pay someone to finish what you've got. I don't care, whatever, but really think long and hard about taking on projects before, you know, you get too deep into something that you can't finish. You know, your health won't let you, time won't let you, um, you know, family, whatever. It's just one of those things where really you got to take a hard look at your personal self. And I know, don't look at me. I'm not, I am not a role model or an example. Uh, I am the example of what not to do. Um, that, and that's what might make, make this advice so much more important because if anybody is screwed up and done it wrong, it's me and don't be like me. Um, you know, I would love to have a fully restored travelette that I drove around every day, but instead I keep three other rigs just limping along so that I can have three semi-reliable drivers and that's it. I mean, the black truck is mostly restored, but it still needs a fair amount of mechanical work here and there. Um, but it's good enough to get the job done and, you know. That might be all you're looking for, but at least, you know, get to that point. I know a lot of you guys that have, you know, your, your two good weekends and $5,000 away from having a nice driving truck, but it's just, you know, one thing after another. So be real with yourself, be honest about your project scope, your project creep, and, you know, what you can do for your family, what you can do for whoever might end up having to deal with your estate, and um, just your general well-being of, of knowing that your rig that you've been looking at for 20 years will finally be on the road or finally be the rig that you want it to be. So, um, yeah, I'm sure it hurt some feelings, and I'm sorry, but uh, yeah. Next week, we'll get back to mechanical stuff. But anyway, that'll keep this one short. Um, I'm sure I'm sure nobody wants to hear any more of this anyway. So uh, thank you for attending this therapy session. And until uh, next time, I'm Dan from Binder Boneyard.
Yeah.